Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Phone Eats First, a podcast about romanticizing your life and finding inspiration inside and out the kitchen. If you're new here, hi. I don't really know how you found me, but I'm really glad you did. I'm so happy you're here and listening to me chat to myself in a microphone. Kind of crazy, I know. I'm having a little bit of imposter syndrome, I guess you could say. But if you don't know me, my name's Corey. Full name, Corey May. It's not a double name. May is my last name, contrary to popular belief. I'm also known as Corey in the Kitchen. You can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore in the kitchen. That is C-O-R-I. But hi, today we're going to talk a little bit about saying goodbye to summer, unfortunately, and hello to fall. So since I started this podcast after summer, I definitely missed out on the opportunities to talk about kind of everything I did this summer. And I went on an incredible trip to Turkey and Greece for like two weeks. So before it's too late into fall, I really wanted to take the opportunity to just talk about that and all the food I ate, how amazing the culture was there and just everything about that trip. And then we'll kind of get into some of my fall favorites and what I'm excited for this fall. You are listening to Phone Eats First. Before we get too far ahead, we got to get into our weekly report. So, R, what am I reading? You won't be surprised here. I'm still on like page four of The Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score. Hopefully I can find some time to read a little bit more, but until then, that is still what I'm reading. Eating. Farmer's Market Bread. It is just good at all times. And if you have not bought bread from the farmer's market, you're missing out. I'm just telling you that. And it's also like $5 for either, I don't know, a whole loaf. I've gotten a half a loaf, but sizes, I guess, depends on where you're going because the loaf I buy is huge and it's so good and it's so fresh and it's so soft. And if it doesn't come sliced, you just slice it yourself and then store it in the freezer in a Ziploc bag. And then whenever you're ready to eat a slice, it'll last for forever. You put it in the toaster, you're good to go. All right, plan. Last night, we're talking about a, a previous plan because I can't let this one go. I went and saw the Future Birds last night in Raleigh. I love them so much. They have just the best vibe, the best energy. What they bring to the stage is just 10 out of 10. Their songs are great. I don't really know the words, so that's okay, though. But I just love them, and they're so good. Okay. Oh, obsessed with? I'm obsessed with recording recipes for reels even though I don't post that many. Well, I'm starting to now, but I just love posting them and recording them and all of the above. And I'm starting to actually put a lot more intention into all of my Corey in the Kitchen posts because I know I need to post more and that's what people like to see are these recipes and reels. So that's kind of what I'm obsessed with at the moment and hopefully that continues to last because that's what I need to do to keep getting followers. A recipe... I made chocolate granola this weekend, and it is so good. It was requested by my sweet friend, Anna. Hi, if you're listening to this. I actually am making it for her birthday, but the chocolate granola, it has oats, nuts. I used walnuts, almonds, and pistachios, but really you could use whatever you want. Like I bet like peanuts would be good. I'm just not a big peanut person. And then I used coconut oil instead of olive oil, and then maple syrup for sweetness and sea salt and chocolate, but you add the chocolate after you mix everything together and bake it and cool it otherwise you're just gonna have a melted chocolate mess 
you do three cups of oats, one cup of chopped nuts, and then probably like a cup of liquid. It's pretty easy, I promise. And you just mix it all together, bake it, let it cool, add some sea salt, and you're good to go. And it stores for forever in like a glass container. All right, tea of weekly report. My chocolate date bark. I'm still obsessed with this and I keep it in my freezer at all times. I unfortunately don't have any more. Well, one, because I ate it all. But two, because Trader Joe's didn't have the dates when I went on Friday. So that's a little sad, but it's probably for the best because I will probably turn into a date by the end of the year if I keep eating it at this rate. All right, let's get into my summer trip and I can kind of tell you a little about about what I did, where I went, how amazing it was. If you follow me, you've seen the pictures and you you just know. If you know, you know. This was the most beautiful trip I've ever been on. So I went to Turkey and Greece this summer for two weeks. I went with my parents. And so the reason I went to Turkey, that was kind of like the number one question because Turkey is pretty random, I will say. My cousin who, she's 16 years older than me. She is married to a man from Turkey. Like he is Turkish. They have two adorable little kids and they go every summer to visit her husband's family. And so we have been talking about going to Turkey, but finally made it happen. So we went to Çeşme, Turkey. It's on the coast. It's not near Istanbul. We didn't go to Istanbul at all. My whole family was kind of like, uh, we'd rather just get to the beach. We're big beach people, not big history people. So maybe next time we'll go to Istanbul. But Çeşme was incredible. It is the most beautiful little beach town. And everyone there was just happy and kind and nice, at least the parts I was in. And we really just got to relax and enjoy where we were and enjoy our time together, enjoy the food, enjoy the company. And then we went to Samos, Greece, which is an island off the coast of Turkey for about five days. And then we came back to Turkey. And it was, I mean, I can't even tell you how incredible this trip was. So first, we're just obviously going to jump into the food. The food I ate on that trip was unlike anything else. If you want to see it all on my Instagram, I have highlight. I have two highlights because I took, actually I have three highlights because I took way too many pictures of food and there's two from Turkey and one from Greece and oh, everything there was just so good. Everything was so fresh and just like everything that I put in my mouth, this is so dramatic, but it was so good. Like I just can't, and I, everything I ate, I felt good. I have a pretty sensitive body, I guess. And I'll get stomach aches at night or after eating a meal and it's just not fun. But I never had that even though we were eating honestly a lot and eating a lot of the time of the day. My favorite meal, no matter where I was, was breakfast for sure. We were pretty fortunate where we stayed that, I mean, we were in a nice place and all that. But the hotel that we stayed in the first few nights and then the resort in Greece. And then even when I was at my family's house in Turkey. The Turkish breakfast is a spread. There's all the fruit you can imagine, all the veggies where you can almost make like a salad, which I know doesn't sound appealing to some of y'all, but then there was bread and also meats and cheeses and then coffee. There were also eggs, typically. I kind of strayed away from eggs because like I can have those anywhere, but the combination of fruit, veggies, cheese, meat, bread that I would put on my plate, oh, and yogurt was unmatched and every day and I would just kind of make like a different combination every morning 
and it was the best thing ever. I was fueled for my day. I actually kept me full until like well past lunchtime, which I eat a lot if you don't know that about me. So kind of, it was good. It was, we were rocking with the breakfast and then lunch was kind of just whatever, well, it depended on the day, but a lot of times it would just be like eating at the hotel or eating at just at the house or there were a few times where we were out and about, but lunch was pretty hit or miss, just like depending where we were. But dinner was an event every single night. We went out every single night, except for I think like one or two. And every dinner was family style. And there the amount of Greek salad I ate on this trip was unreal. Like I think I'm I'm half feta cheese at this point. So every meal we would order many small plates starting with Greek salad. There would typically be a few different dips like fava bean dip, some sort of like hummus or tzatziki. If there was tzatziki, that was always gotten for me because that's like my favorite dip ever. We would try quite a few carpaccios, which those, I they were good. Some of them were really good. Some of them were not so good. I'm not a huge octopus person. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Carpaccio is like, it's literally raw meat, but it's in kind of like a, I guess vinegary kind of base is the best way to describe it. It's that it's sliced really thin. Some are really good. I mean, it's really salty and I do love salt. So they're unique. Um, lots of eggplant, if I didn't already say that forms of bread, we just, we had it all. And then we would always have our meal. It was served at the end. The like main course was typically a fish. We had a lot of tuna and swordfish. Those were so good. Every time it did not miss. There'd be a few times where we had like beef or chicken, but not really often. I don't, I mean, I think I barely had chicken, which I'm not mad about. And then my favorite dinner on this trip, we went to, it was in a garden, like literally in the countryside, in a garden. We were driving down this like one way road and I was like, we're going to get kidnapped here. But we <laughs> pulled into these gates and it was the most beautiful restaurant I've ever seen. I posted a reel of, reel of it on my Instagram, but we took a lap around the garden and there's tables everywhere. They're just like tucked in these trees. There's lights you feel like you're in Tinkerbell fantasy world. It was beautiful. And then the food, I can't even, I can't put into words the food. So the way this restaurant worked, and it is now officially my goal when I retire to have a restaurant like this, you went into the kitchen, your server would come up to you and they'd say, okay, like it's time to go in the kitchen. There was no menu handed out. And so you just go into the kitchen and you look at the plates that they make. And I mean, these are plates that are like the size of a small coffee table or sorry, not a coffee table. Yeah. Coffee table, nightstand. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. They were large plates and the chef and the woman who owns the restaurant, they're in there and they explain everything. And then you kind of tell them what you want, portions, everything, when you want it to come out. So we obviously got a ton of stuff. We got like fried zucchini meatball kind of things salad oh, oh i need to talk about the arugula in turkey and in greece was incredible it's like everyone kept describing it as spicy and i didn't really understand i don't know if that's what i would have used i guess the arugula actually had a lot of flavor like it kind of tasted like the earth but in a good way i don't know it's just a lot different than the arugula here so it was like an arugula salad with walnuts and fresh strawberries and I think like goat cheese. So good. 
And then we also just had so many other things like rice dishes, pasta, then of course fish. So, so, so many things. And it was so incredible. And it was the cutest little kitchen that you went in and you just need to look like you need to visualize all this by looking at my Instagram and seeing what I'm talking about. But that was definitely my favorite dinner. And then the other meals we had that were honorable mentions were literally every night, (laughs) but there were a few all in the countryside with just views of the mountains, the water, wherever we were, it was just so amazing. And then in Greece, because I know that's what most people were interested about is because everyone wants to go to Greece. The water, the water in Greece, let me tell you. So we took a ferry and the water, once you got pretty close to the island, is so blue. But in the deep water, it's like a deep royal blue and it's so pretty, but it's not like when you Google Greece where it's like the clear light blue water. It's not like that. Where we were staying, the water was clear, but I honestly was kind of like, "Eh, like I expected better. And then the next day we drove probably like 30 minutes north to a different side of the island. And that is by far the most stunning water I've ever seen in my life. It is, it was aquamarine, teal, bright blue, but still clear at the same time. It was so, so, so pretty. I just wanted to stay in the water and just stare at the water the whole time. So I kind of did that. But when I was in Greece, we stayed at this resort. It was an adults only resort. That's the first time I've ever done anything like that. And it was the most aesthetic place I've ever been in my life. Everything was like tan, black, green, earth tones. Everyone there was so kind. And they wore the coolest black linen outfits. Like that was their work gear. It was just so relaxing. And I have not taken a vacation really ever. Like since I started working full time. Yeah, I've done like long weekend trips and stuff with friends and family here and there. But really just to like the beach and my parents live at the beach so anytime I go there it's kind of a vacation but this was just the most relaxing thing ever and then each day at this resort there was yoga at 8 30 and yoga intimidates me but this was like stretching yoga where you were kind of just horizontal the whole time which was really nice and then I would go have breakfast which again in Greece we had a massive spread because Greek food and Turkish food are actually the same because they're both Mediterranean. And fun fact, I learned Greek yogurt actually originated in Turkey. So when you're calling it Greek yogurt, you should actually be calling it Turkish yogurt, but just kind of with like the connotation of Turkey versus Greece, that's never going to happen. So like Chobani yogurt is owned by a Turkish family, even though they still kind of market it as Greek yogurt. I find that very interesting and I should probably fact check this before I'm telling it all to you, but my cousin's mother-in-law that is from Turkey told me all this and I trust her with my life. So the more, you know, but yes, lots of Greek salad, being horizontal, yoga, breakfast, food, relaxing. I was horizontal for majority of the day, just on a little cushiony chair out in the beach. And then we would have a good dinner at night. And let me tell you, I read five and a half books on this vacation. I think that's very important to point out. (laughs) I have never read that much in my life, but that's just how relaxed I was. Like my family thought I was like, not okay because they were like, you're so quiet. All you're doing is reading like what's wrong. 
but I was just enjoying myself. I think that's all I really have to share about my trip. If you have more questions, want to know more, let me know. Stalk my Instagram. You can see my cute little solo pics and also all my food pics. It was just truly an incredible time. Now we're going to get into my summer faves before we get into fall because we we owe summer the, a farewell session. So five things from this summer that really just kind of came to mind that either I started to love or have always loved and just things I associate with summer that I want to continue into my other seasons. I guess if I can, I guess one doesn't apply. I'm just going to start. So number one, the farmer's market. We love the farmer's market. You can get all in season produce at good prices. And I feel like that's so misunderstood. Some people think the farmer's market's like bougie. It's not. It's literally farmers selling you a carrot for like 25 cents. And it's a big ass carrot. (laughs) But you just feel so good when you go to the farmer's market because you know you're supporting the small businesses and small farms. And literally everyone there is just like so happy to be there and to be around you. And it is just good vibes. So if you need good vibes, especially on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, go to the farmer's market. I also challenge you all to just go so you can buy in-season produce. Like for summer, you have a majority fruit, but now if you go to the farmer's market, there's a lot less fruit, which is sad for me, but I know it's because we're buying literally what's being grown and that is good for your body. Okay, number two, summer fave, beach days. I don't even need to explain. But specifically for beach days, we're going to talk about the lunch because lunch isn't really that special to a lot of people, but lunch on a beach day is unmatched. And I'm typically a sandwich girl. Like we, we roll hard in the sandwiches within my family for the beach days. And we have a little game where whoever's visiting that weekend or whoever's in charge of making the sandwiches, when you write the name on the baggie, like the little Ziploc bag, you can't write their real name. You have to pick a theme. For example when Nicole was at the beach with me we did artists instead that start with the same letter so Nicole was Nick Jonas I was I don't remember who I was Kendall my dad was Kendall Kamar Ruth Ann was Rascal Flats it's just fun I think my mom started it but we've always done that but what I was going to say on top of being a sandwich girl I kind of became a salad on the beach kind of girl this summer And I would make what I call a kitchen sink salad where you kind of just dump a lot of things that you have in your kitchen, in your fridge, pantry, whatever, into the salad. And it makes it so good because there's so many different little goodies in your salad. So, for example, mine typically consisted of arugula, whatever nuts we had, whatever fruit we had, some extra veggies like onion, tomato, carrot, cheese. Cheese is really important. I'm a feta girl, but also parm is good. And then whatever protein you have already made. So if you have chicken, if you don't have a protein made, but you have deli meat, sliced turkey, whatever you have, whatever you like, it just makes the best salad. And then the last thing about a beach day that we have to mention, ocean water is just medicine for your skin, for your hair, for your mental, emotional health, physical health. Ocean water is just I miss, like I miss it and anytime I feel like I'm breaking out or anything like I'm like I need salt water on my face pronto all right number three summer fave reading like I said on my trip I read five and a half books which is not normal for me in the slightest but I also just love to read on a plane on the beach like I said I just bring a book everywhere 
because I know like summertime, you just kind of get to slow down in certain moments. But the plane is actually my favorite place to read because it's quiet. No one is going to talk to you. No one can text you. It puts me to sleep and then I sleep like a baby. So just reading's good. Reading's good for you. It's good for the brain. Good for the soul. It makes you more interesting. I swear. All right. Number four, summer fave is the summer food. And we're going to start off strong with watermelon. I have verbally used to say I did not like watermelon. I don't know why. I think I was just being a baby. If you have a good watermelon, like it is dark red, so juicy, so sweet. Watermelon is so good. And I literally just ate an entire watermelon over this weekend. It was a baby one, but still because the farmer's market near me does still have watermelon. So good news. You can still get your watermelon. Another honorable mention summer food, peaches and blueberries. I love them. They're so good. Again, just like summer fruit, summer produce, when it hits, it hits. And then another summer food worth mentioning is a meal that my mom makes all the time at the beach. And again, farmer's market, she'll get corn and okra and fresh cantaloupe, and then also go to the local fish market thing and get shrimp. Mm, Just like shrimp, corn and okra together. It reminds me of summer because we eat it so often. All right. Number five, summer fave just being outside simple as that going on a walk with cal with podcasts just slowing down sitting outside i mean sometimes yes it's too hot and i'm not talking about those moments i'm just talking about being out in the sun in the summertime the sun on your skin just hits different going to the pool we don't really go to the pool often you have so many opportunities to be outside and do things outside and they're just it's so peaceful and so good for you so yeah those are my five summer faves and still things I can do going into fall, but I just had to highlight them because we love summer around here. All right. It's officially fall and I'm actually excited. I think this is the first time I've really been excited about fall and I've kind of realized I think it's because I'm an adult now. I don't associate fall with going back to school after a nice three month summer vacation in like middle school where you do absolutely nothing. Like Fall here is, well, one for me, summer is a really, really busy time at work. So fall, you get to slow down a little. And so I came up with another list of five things that I just love about fall. And I realize why I'm excited about fall. So starting off strong, number one, football season. Duh. Who does not love tailgating, being with your friends, being with your family, having football on. So Saturday, I turn on college game day when I wake up. Sunday, I just have NFL on all day. I love the sound of football on a Sunday. It just is the coziest sound ever, which is funny because I had it on last week and Caroline was here and she was like, oh, can we turn this off? This is giving me like Sunday scaries for work tomorrow. I was like, that is the opposite of what it's doing for me. Like, I just love the sound of football. So I hope you don't get Sunday scaries from football. If you do, you need to like rewire your brain because it's you should be relaxed and also if you have a full-time job like you don't want sunday scaries you don't i'm not saying i'm perfect i get them too but like not often because i just don't let myself go there i'm like no i'm here in the moment i'm enjoying my sunday my nice relaxing sunday sit tea (sighs) okay number two fall fave the food But I need to start off with a strong statement that is controversial, so don't hate me. I don't like pumpkin. I said it. I don't hate it, but I just, like, really 
I'm not here for it. Pumpkin spice lattes? No. There's so much better coffee out there. It's not good. I will have pumpkin bread and stuff like that, but also like it's bread. Who doesn't love pumpkin bread? Come on. But yeah, I don't like pumpkin. I'm not here for it. I don't try all the little Trader Joe's things. But I will say when I went on Friday, they gave me a little taster of a pumpkin spice pretzel, which was like a yogurt covered pretzel or icing covered pretzel with pumpkin whatever on it. But it was good, but I wouldn't buy them still. Okay, another fall food that I am here for is just in general, all the pastries and carbs that come your way. Like I was saying, the little pumpkin spice bread and pretzels and everything associated with fall is like sweet, sugary, cozy, home-baked goods. I'm, I'm here for it and everyone just enjoy them. That's what they're here for. And then the other food that I have to mention is soup. I've already made three soups this fall and they're so good. They're so fun to make. They're just so cozy. That's the word of this fall, I think, is cozy. Another thing I love about fall is that warm coffee is acceptable now. And some people will still drink iced coffee at all times of the year. And I still drink warm coffee at all times of the year. Sorry, hot coffee. I don't know why I'm saying warm coffee. That just sounds like lukewarm coffee that's been sitting on your kitchen table all day. Ew. No, I'm talking about a fresh hot latte, just like hot pot coffee, drip coffee, whatever you call it. It's just more acceptable now, and I'm happy about that because I drink it all year, like I was saying, so now I can drink it not in shame. Not that I ever drink it in shame, but I just love hot coffee. You should too. I think it's better. Okay, enough about that. Number three, favorite about fall, the holidays. It's holiday season. I do love the pumpkins, specifically the tiny little ones that you can get at Trader Joe's or the farmer's market. They're just adorable. And you put them all over your house. I bought like 10 for like $5 and they're all over my house and they're just so cute. They make me happy. I don't go into the fall decor and all that, but I do get pumpkins. I also have mums on my front steps, but one thing about me, I can't keep plants alive. I feel like that's off brand for me and I'm working on it. I know, but I think my mom's already dead or they just like didn't even bloom and now they're just kind of dead and I don't know. It's, it's sad. But Thanksgiving is approaching, then it's Christmas. The holidays are just, I just love them. All the food, all the time. Everyone's happy. It's just great. And everyone's home and cozy. I'm going to stop saying the word cozy. Actually, no, I'm going to say it one more time. But yeah, we just love the holidays. And then number four, a thing I love about fall, the clothes. And you know why? Drumroll. They're cozy. (laughs) Like leggings, hoodie, I wear leggings all the time, but like leggings and hoodies, Uggs, just being warm. Well, I hate being cold. I will put that out there, but that's why we're talking about fall. We're not talking about winter. We're talking about fall, but like jeans and a jacket, they're just good clothes and you're not sweating at all times of the day. So that's a plus. We're here for the fall weather and the fall vibes and the fall clothes. Okay. I'm done saying the word cozy. Number five, last but not least, the thing I love most about fall the leaves changing I mean come on I know you're also not surprised I said that it's so pretty and in North Carolina come on the Blue Ridge Mountains the leaves everywhere they're just beautiful the one thing I don't like is that they literally change overnight though like you're driving to work on a Monday and you're like oh my god the tips of the the very tippity top of that tree is like turning yellow and then by like Tuesday the leaves are like dark red and falling not actually but that's what it feels like so yeah, I'm just really excited for fall and the food and I'll keep making fall-ish recipes, just warm, 
yummy, <laughs> cozy recipes. I'll keep sharing with them with you. If there's anything you want me to make, let me know. If there's something you've made that I should make, let me know. I'm here for all of it. And goodbye, Summer. You were a good one. I'll miss you, but I'm excited for fall, and I hope you are too. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find me on Corey in the Kitchen on Instagram and TikTok. That's Corey, C-O-R-I underscore in the kitchen. Follow along for all sorts of podcast and food and Cali content. And comment on my most recent posts. Let me know what you liked about this episode. DM me. Let me know what else you want me to talk about. What you didn't like. What I could do better. I'm, I'm here for all of the inspo. I mean, I'm still learning. But I'm having fun. Yeah, thank you. Everyone have a fantastic week and we will talk soon. Mm-hmm.